Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fantasize Me, the podcast where I take characters real or imagined, and I fantasize them as D&D characters. I'm your host, Zach Katz, and today we are going to be fantasizing Kitty White from Hello Kitty. She's the, she's the main kitty, that's her. Her name is not Hello Kitty, it's Kitty White. And I also learned that she's not a cat. She's not a cat. She is a Gajinka, which is this anthropomorphization. Uh, So she's just a little girl who is represented as a Japanese bobtail cat. So I don't know really anything about Hello Kitty or Sanrio, which is the, you know, company, I I guess. Uh, But my friend Roxana knows a lot about her and about them. So I asked her if she could, you know, send me some information about Hello Kitty. So she told me that Hello Kitty's not a cat. She's she's just a little girl represented as this Japanese bobtail cat. And also, she's not Japanese. She was born in and lives in England with her mom, dad, and her twin sister, Mimi. So she's she's not even Japanese. That was pretty interesting. My friend also said she weighs three apples and is five apples tall. So she's very petite. She's very wee. She's described as gentle and bright. She loves to cook and play the piano. Her dream is to be a pianist or a poet. I love that. Very important. My friend says this is very important. Her favorite food is apple pie. Okay. Kitty is very friendly and easy to get along with. And also, she's not Sanrio's first character, but she was the first one to gain real popularity in 1974. But in 1973, characters Koro-chan and Bunny and Maddie were created. But she was created in 1974 by Yuko Shimizu, and she's a third grader, and I guess has been a third grader for about 40 years now, so that's kind of rough, but she says it's really important to the design that she's always depicted with no mouth and her bow on her right ear. Mimi has her bow on her left ear, and Roxana said she personally likes to think that Mimi exists for children who draw the bow on the wrong ear. It's still valid, it's just Mimi. Um, Kitty's birthday is November 1st. I guess Sanrio has birthdays for the majority of their characters, and they even tend to celebrate them. My friend Roxana shares a birthday with Agritsuko, who you might recognize uh, a few years ago an anime came out on Netflix called Agritsuko. As for merchandising, you name it, Kitty's on it, which my friend says is very, very true. And I, I have seen just so many Hello Kitty things. I've seen, uh, I think they were like Hello Kitty tires. I I might be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure that's a thing. My friend says her first merch was the iconic coin purse in March of 75. And that does, that does sound familiar. I, I looked up a picture of this iconic coin purse and yeah, that's definitely familiar. So we know a little bit about Kitty. So let's get into background. Well, I was looking at backgrounds and none of them are especially fitting. And also it's, it's hard to pick a background for a character that's been the same age for 40 years. You know what I mean? background is what were they doing before they became an adventurer? So I decided to just make my own background. I've done that a few times with Boudica. I made the warrior queen background. In Morticia Adams, I made the background the one who haunts. So it's really easy to make a background. You just see, okay, skill proficiencies. What are they proficient in? Are there any tool proficiencies? If so, what? Are there any languages? If so, what? So I'm going to say the background is just student because that's just 
that's what she is. She's a student. She's a third grader. So skill proficiencies, I'm going to say, usually you just give one or two skill proficiencies, but I think the whole point of learning is to be able to kind of pick what you learn. Maybe not in third grade, but I'm going to go with it. So I'm going to say choose two from Arcana, History, Insight, and Survival. Because, you know, survival, I think, is super necessary for surviving in grade school. That makes sense to me. Tool proficiencies, I'm going to say one type of musical instrument, because a lot of times in school, they kind of like make you learn an instrument. I remember, I, I don't know if this is worldwide or just in the U.S., but does anyone remember having to learn how to play the recorder, like hot cross buns on the recorder? Because I, I guess that's a thing that just kind of happens. We had to bring in money to buy a recorder, and then we spent the remaining however many music classes it was just learning to play like hot cross buns and Mary had a little lamb and stuff like that, which was fine, I guess. I didn't, I never brought in the money because I was like, I don't want this. I don't want to do this. So eventually the, the teacher just like gave one to me and I'm like, cool. All right, I guess I have this now. Moving on, I'm going to say languages, just one of her choice. So for the student background, skill proficiencies, she can choose two from Arcana, History, Insight, Survival. And I'm going to say uh, History and Insight is what she's going with. Tool proficiencies, one type of musical instrument. Well, she can play the piano. So she, that's what she's proficient in, piano playing. And languages of her choice. See, she's going to know common. So let's, let's pick that once we know her race. That being said, let's pick her race. So I was looking, obviously, I like tabaxi or cat folk. And then I learned she's not a cat. She's just portrayed as one. So... I, I don't think those would be fitting. Honestly, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to make her a human. She's just a girl. She's just a little girl. She's a human. That's fine. And I'm going to go with the variant human options so that she can start with a feet because I love that option. It's my favorite race, which is super boring, but you get to start with a feet, which is super cool. I love feet. They're great. So background student, race, human, as a variant human, her ability scores will go up. She can choose two ability scores from strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, or charisma, and increase them by one. She gains proficiency in one skill of her choice and one feat of her choice, which I think is awesome. Uh, ability scores, we'll see what we increase. Skills, let's do performance because she can play the piano. So now proficiencies in history, insight, and performance. And one feat of her choice, I'm going to pick Chef. So with Chef, she can increase her constitution or wisdom by one to a maximum of 20. She gains proficiency with Cook's utensils if she doesn't already have it. And now as part of a short rest, Kitty White can cook special food provided she has the ingredients and Cook's utensils on hand. She can prepare enough of this food for a number of creatures equal to four plus her proficiency bonus. At first level, proficiency bonus is two. So she can prepare enough of this food for six creatures. At the end of the short rest, any creature who eats the food and spends one or more hit dice to regain hit points regains an extra 1d8 hit points. With one hour of work or when she finishes a long rest, she can cook a number of treats equal to her proficiency bonus. And these special treats last eight hours after being made, and any creature can use a bonus action to eat one of these treats to gain temporary hit points equal to her proficiency bonus, which again is two. So at first level, being able to heal 
an ally an additional 1d8 hit points over short rest is huge. There's some characters who are going to start with less than eight hit points right off the bat. So that's going to be awesome. And also two temporary hit points as a bonus action is really good because you don't have many hit points to begin with. That could definitely add to a friend's longevity. <laughs> that's really awesome. So now that we have background student and race human, we get to roll for stats. So that is when you take a d6, a six-sided die, roll it four times, drop the lowest number, and add up the remaining three to get one of the six ability scores. So we're going to do that now. So I rolled for Kitty White. She did pretty well. She got 12, 15, 14, 8, 17, and 11. And I just think it's funny that, like, you know, the powerful warrior queen Boudicca didn't roll very well. The queen of Arendelle, Elsa, rolled really poorly. But but Kitty White, Hello Kitty, rolled a 17. That's, uh, I, okay. That's fine. That's fine. That is fine. Let's put them into where we think they should go. So 17 is the highest. I think that's going to go into charisma because Kitty White is just very popular and she wants to be a performer, you know, a pianist or a poet. So I think that makes a lot of sense. And we can even give that a plus one from the human race. So that's going to be an 18, which is a plus four modifier. That is really good charisma to start. I love that. Next highest is going to be 15. Uh, let's put that into intelligence. Yeah, let's, let's put that into intelligence. So 15 intelligence. I'm thinking let's give that the remaining boost from human. So that's going to be 16 intelligence, which is a plus three modifier, which is also <laughs> very good. Next is 14. Let's put that into constitution. She'll have a plus two to constitution, which will give her uh, extra hit points, which is very good. We want our little, you know, non-kitty to be able to stay, stay standing. Next highest is 12. We're going to put that into wisdom. So that's plus one in wisdom. 11 is going into dexterity, which is a plus zero. So not very dexterous, even though I did read that she uh, really likes to play tennis. But these stats that we're giving her, she's probably not great at it. And then the last one is eight into strength, which is a negative one. So very weak physically, I guess, which makes sense. She's a third grader. You know, she's not going to be super jacked. Uh, so starting stats are 8 strength, 11 dexterity, 14 constitution, 16 intelligence, 12 wisdom, and 18 charisma. I'm also remembering because of the chef feat, she's just going to get a plus 1 to constitution or wisdom. We can just put that into wisdom, because why not? And now that we have all of that, we get to pick a class. Okay, so don't hate me for what I'm about to say, but she's a bard. Um, I... I pick Bard so often. I just did it for last week's episode for Elsa, but Elsa's totally a Bard. Kitty White is also a Bard. She wants to be a pianist. She wants to be a poet. She's she's musical. She, I, I, I only have so much control over what I can do, and Bard just fits so many of the characters I choose. So maybe I have to try choosing more avant-garde characters, but I mean, uh, well whatever, I'm just gonna do it. So bards have d8s for their hit dice. So she's gonna start with 10 hit points, which is which is fine. At first level, it's the highest number on the die, an eight, 
plus her constitution modifier, which is plus two. She's going to gain proficiencies in light armor, simple weapons, hand crossbows, long swords, rapiers, and short swords. And I'm just picturing Kitty White dual wielding hand axes. For tools, she gets three musical instruments of her choice. So for the student background, we really quickly homebrewed. She gained proficiency in piano. So we get to pick three more musical instruments. Let's do tambourine, guitar, and the triangle. Tambourine, guitar, and triangle. Perfect. Nailed it. Moving on. She gets proficiency in dexterity and charisma saving throws, which is good. Dexterity is used all the time, so it's going to be good to have a bonus there. And then any three skills of her choice. So she's already proficient in history, insight, and performance. So let's do persuasion because she's one of the popular girls. So persuasion is a must. What else? What is she good at? Let's see. She's good at cooking, which is kind of the same as, as, uh, nature. No, medicine. Yeah. Okay. Medicine. Cause she cooks for healing. She cooks with love. Love is the best medicine. Forget laughter. It's love. Uh, so that's two. One more. Let's pick. You know, I, I think I am going to pick athletics. She has a minus one to strength, so a minus one to athletics. Now she has a plus one. And I'm doing that again because one of the only things I know about her is she likes to play tennis. So she's not very strong, but she's somewhat athletic. And I love that for her. I do. I love it. She's so cute. Honestly, I kind of liked it better when I thought Hello Kitty was a cat because I keep referring to her as like really cute and it, 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 I don't know. It feels different now that I know she's a little girl and I'm just calling this little girl cute. But, you know, that's fine. Little girls can be cute. So can little boys. That, okay. This all sounds bad. Never mind. Languages. <laughs> I'm realizing I forgot to give her uh, another language from her student background. So she's going to know uh, common and also what makes sense for her to speak common and halfling because she's very wee. She's very, very petite. Perfect. Okay. So now that we have all of that squared away, skill proficiencies in athletics, history, insight, medicine, performance, and persuasion, saving throws, dexterity, and charisma, languages, common and halfling. Perfect. We get to go on to class abilities. You know what the first one is. It's bardic inspiration. It's a number of D6s she can use equal to her charisma modifier, which is four at the moment. And she can use a bonus action to give an ally within 60 feet of her who can hear her bardic inspiration. And then once within the next 10 minutes, if the creature makes an ability check, attack roll, or saving throw, and they don't think it's going to succeed, they can add this bardic inspiration. They can add this D6 to the roll and hope that it passes. This has to be used before the DM says whether it succeeds or fails. So you can't make an attack roll that's like a 15 and the DM goes, oh, that doesn't hit. And then you add your bardic inspiration. No, no, no. You have to do it before. That's fine. So she has four uses of this, like I said, and she's going to regain all uses on a long rest. Bards are spellcasters. So Hello Kitty is going to be learning lots of spells. I don't know if she's going to have any damaging spells. I just don't think she's going to have many damaging spells. I think her spells are all going to be for supporting her friends because friendship is the best medicine. Forget love. 
She's gonna know two bard cantrips of her choice. I think she would have a lot of fun with minor illusion and prestidigitation, be able to create just small illusions and fun effects like sparkles all around her at all times. And I love that for her. Yes, kitty, yes. Her spell save DC, like if she casts charm person on someone, what they need to roll in order to succeed against being charmed is going to be eight plus her proficiency bonus plus her charisma modifier. So at first level, proficiency bonus of two, charisma modifier of four, that's a DC 14, which is really good at first level. Spell attack modifier is proficiency bonus plus charisma modifier, which is plus six. Also, very good at first level. Second level in Bard, she's going to get Jack of All Trades, which is one of my favorite abilities. So now she can add half of her proficiency bonus, rounded down, to any ability check she makes that doesn't already include her proficiency bonus. So she's proficient in six things, Anything she's not proficient in now gets a plus one to it. That's so good because she has plus four to charisma. So now she has plus five to deception, plus five to intimidation, even though she's not actually proficient in them. I don't think she's going to be really using deception or intimidation, but she's got them. I love that. Also at second level, she gains the Song of Rest. So now during a short rest, she can give a little performance, a little piano recital or some recitation of poetry. And any allies who hear that, who roll hit dice to regain hit points, regain an additional 1d6 hit points. And what's really cool about that is she also has the chef feat. So she could just sing as she cooks and heal her allies 1d6 from Song of Rest and 1d8 from the chef feat. So she's already so good at healing her friends. Ugh, food is the best medicine. Forget friendship. At third level, she's going to gain her Bard College, which is the Bard subclass. And honestly, none of them seem fitting. They just don't. So instead of, you know, writing my own subclass, because I can do that, I don't want to. I'm just going to kind of mix and match from the subclasses already available to us. So I'm going to take the College of Lore ability bonus proficiencies. So now she gains proficiency with three skills of her choice. And we are going to choose nature. We're going to choose perception. And we're going to choose survival. Why not? I think that makes sense because I guess her grandparents live in the woods. It takes a whole day of walking through the woods on foot to get there. Well, obviously walking on foot. What else would you be walking on? Regardless, I think that makes sense. So now she has nine skill proficiencies, which is truly an insane amount. But you know what? Good on her. She's good at a lot of things. She's... She's... I, I was going to say she's a jack of all trades, but that's literally an ability that she has. So yeah, of course. So she has the bonus proficiencies ability. And I'm also going to say she has the mantle of inspiration from the College of Glamour subclass. So what Mantle of Inspiration does is as a bonus action, she can expend one use of her Bardic Inspiration to grant herself a wondrous appearance. And when she does so, she can choose a number of creatures she can see and that can see her within 60 feet of her up to a number equal to her Charisma modifier, which is four. And each of them is going to gain five temporary hit points. When a creature gains these temporary hit points, they can immediately use their reaction to move up to their speed without provoking opportunity attacks. So they're just so inspired by this wondrous appearance you've granted to yourself that they can just they can just book it and just move or run. And at certain levels in the class, the temporary hit points are going to increase. But I think that's awesome because now she can gain temporary hit points with the mantle of inspiration and also temporary hit points with those little treats that she can make from the chef feet. So she's really good at 
supporting her allies with bardic inspiration. She's really good at giving them healing during short rests and really good at giving them temporary hit points. Great support character. I think I'm just going to call this subclass the College of Kitty. No, that's that's honestly terrible. The College of Performance. Yeah, there, there we go. The College of Performance, just an amalgamation of a few other bard colleges. Love that for her. So that's what she gets from the College of Performance. She gets the three bonus proficiencies and the Mantle of Inspiration. And also as a third level bard, she gains Expertise, which is another of my favorite abilities, where she can choose two of her skill proficiencies, and the proficiency bonus is doubled for any ability check she makes that uses either of the chosen proficiency. So she is proficient in so many things. I think if she wants to be a pianist or a poet, we've got to go for performance. So performance was a plus six, but now the proficiency bonus is doubled, which is an additional two. So it becomes a plus eight. I also think I'm going to go with medicine, actually. So medicine uses wisdom, which is a plus one, doubled proficiency bonus. She now has plus five to medicine. And I think that makes sense because she's doing a lot of healing and supporting, uh, which is which is perfect. Performance is the best medicine, as they say. Fourth level in Bard, she's going to gain an ability score improvement. I say, let's just bump up that charisma. We're going to max out charisma already. That's going to become a 20, which is a plus five. So now she has an additional use of Bardic Inspiration. Five uses. That's awesome. At fifth level, her Bardic Inspiration is going to improve twofold. One, her Bardic Inspiration die changes from a D6 to a D8. So that's better now. Additionally, her Mantle of Inspiration, the temporary hit points that it grants, increase to 8 instead of 5. And now, because of her Font of Inspiration, she regains all of her expended uses of Bardic Inspiration when Kitty finishes a short or long rest. So it used to be just a long rest, so she had to have like a full 8 hours of sleep in order to regain them. But now it can just be an hour rest where she can be using her Song of Rest, she can be using her Chef ability, and she can be regaining all of her Bardic Inspiration. I think at this point we are going to multi-class. So we have five levels in Bard so far. We are going to multi-class. Let's, let's see what we're going to multi-class in because I truly have no idea. I'm looking at her stats and charisma is really good uh, and intelligence is, is pretty okay. Okay, I have decided we are going to multi-class into wizard. I was hesitant because what, what subclass is, is fitting? But anyway, we are going to multi-class into wizard. So a fifth level bard and now a first level wizard. Look at that. So multi-classing into wizard doesn't give her any additional proficiencies or anything like that. And wizards have d6s for their hit dice. So she's going to have a bit less health than she would if we continued in bard. But that's okay because she's going to gain arcane recovery, which is really cool. So spell slots for wizards and bards only come back during long rests. That was eight hour rests with arcane recovery once per day when she finishes a short rest. She can choose expended spell slots to recover, which have a combined level equal to or less than half her wizard level rounded up. So right now, first level wizard, she can regain one first level spell slot on a short rest, which might not seem like a lot, but I think that's pretty freaking cool when it's compared to, okay, you can take one hour rest to regain a first level spell slot, or you can rest for eight hours to regain all of them. Especially considering she can do a lot 
on a short rest. She gains all uses of her Bardic Inspiration. She can use her Song of Rest to heal. She can use her Chef ability to heal. She can do a lot. So I think that's great to make those short rests even better for her. Wizards also have spell casting, so she's going to know an additional three cantrips of her choice from the wizard spell list. So probably things like I don't know, dancing lights might be fun, or friends, light, mage hand, mending. There's a lot of really good cantrips that aren't damaging, like mold earth can be a really cool one. Shape water, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kitty White's gonna be able to manipulate water, why not? Of course. So wizards use intelligence for their spell casting ability. So her spell save DC with this is gonna be eight plus her proficiency bonus. And at fifth level, the proficiency bonus went up to three plus her intelligence modifier. So now she's going to have a spell save DC for her wizard spells equal to 14, which isn't bad. Maybe at sixth level, it's not great, but it's, it's really not bad. And her spell attack modifier is going to be plus six proficiency plus intelligence. So if any of my players multi-class into spellcasters that have different spellcasting abilities, I encourage them to keep two separate like spell lists and spell save DCs and spell attack rolls written down because it just helps not having to remember all of this stuff because her spell save DC for her bard spells are now going to be 16 and the spell attack modifier for her bard spells is plus eight. So it might be good to have like a cheat sheet to quickly differentiate between, you know, what you're casting and what it uses to cast intelligence or charisma. So there's a lot of stuff in Wizard about having a spell book. I never worry about that. So I'm not going to start. At second level, she gains her arcane tradition feature, which is the wizard subclass. And I, I was hesitant to do wizard because like, okay, do any of them make sense? But I think I'm going to go with the school of illusion. So what she gets from this is improved Minor Illusion. So she learns the Minor Illusion cantrip, but if she already knows this cantrip, she learns a different wizard cantrip of her choice, and the cantrip doesn't count against the number of cantrips known. And I think I mentioned that was going to be one of her bard cantrips, so she's going to learn another wizard cantrip. I listed a bunch, you can just pick one of those. What's cool is now when she casts Minor Illusion, she can create both a sound and an image with a single casting of the spell. Before, she would have to pick one or the other. She can either create a sound or an image. Now she can do both. And the reason I picked this is because she's a performer. So I figure while she's up on stage reciting her poetry, she could create like this cool minor illusion of like someone reciting the poetry along with her or, or a minor illusion of, you know, she could be playing the piano and she can create this minor illusion of her singing the song. I think that would be really cool. She's, she's just a great performer. Third level in wizard, she's going to gain access to second level wizard spells. She's got a bunch of spell slots now because she is a bard and a wizard, which are both full spell casters. But now she can learn second level wizard spells. She was able to upcast all of her wizard spells through the higher spell slots, but she couldn't actually learn stronger wizard spells until she was powerful enough. Hey, now she's getting there. All right. Fourth level is an ability score improvement. I say let's bump up that intelligence to 18, which is now a plus four. There we go, I love that. Fifth level in wizard, this is 10th level overall. She's going to gain access to third level wizard spells. A lot of really cool wizard spells at third level. She can learn, you know, a uh, counter spell is fun. Dispel magic, fast friends. <laughs> she can learn catnap. 
Ooh, she can gain fly. I think Hello Kitty is going to know fly. She can just fly around. It's like, oh, Kitty, you're going to be late to school. <laughs> Mom, don't even worry. I can just fly there. And then she just casts fly and her and Mimi just fly to school. Look at that. 11th level, that's 6th in Wizard, she's going to get another Arcane Tradition feature from the School of Illusion called Malleable Illusion. So starting at 6th level, when she casts an Illusion spell that has a duration of 1 minute or longer, she can use her action to change the nature of that Illusion using the spell's normal parameters for the Illusion. So like Minor Illusion, it's a 5 foot cube, she can't just suddenly make it a lot bigger. Uh, and this is provided she can see the Illusion. So that's really cool because normally you would cast a spell, you know, if it's silent image or something like that, you would have to expend a spell slot. But now she can expend a spell slot to cast this illusion and then just use an action to change the nature of the illusion, change what the illusion is without expending additional spell slots to recast it. And I think that's going to be really awesome for her onstage performance. I think that's about it in Wizard. I think we got what we wanted. So we are going to hop back over to Bard for 12th level. So that's going to be a sixth level Bard, which is going to give the counter charm ability. So as an action, she can start a performance that lasts until the end of her next turn. And during this time, her and any friendly creatures within 30 feet of her have advantage on saving throws against being frightened or charmed. And a creature has to actually hear her to gain that benefit. Makes a lot of sense. So I love this ability because being charmed or frightened really sucks. And now Hello Kitty has a defense against that. Counter charm is the best medicine, as they say. Also at sixth level in Bard, she gains another Bard College feature. Uh, let's pick what we're gonna give her. Ooh, okay, yes. I think we are going to take an ability from the College of Eloquence called Unfailing Inspiration. So now when a creature adds one of her Bardic Inspiration dice to their ability check, attack roll or saving throw and the roll fails, the creature can actually keep their Bardic Inspiration die, which is awesome. Because before, if they failed that roll with a Bardic Inspiration die, it's still used up. It's still gone. They're no longer inspired. You have to use a bonus action on your turn to re-inspire them. But now, hey, they failed, that's okay. Kitty White is there to console them. Like, shh, hush, baby, it's all good. And then uh, they can keep that bardic inspiration. Beautiful. I think that's probably all we are going to give her. But, you know, she'll get, she'll get more as she gets stronger. So now that is going to be seventh level in Bard, 13th overall. She's going to just get access to fourth level Bard spells. 14th level, that is 8th in Bard, another ability score improvement. Uh, I, I don't, I don't want to increase her intelligence more. I don't, I, I think she's going to be using charisma a lot more than intelligence. So let's give her another feat. Her charisma is maxed out. We can max out her intelligence right now, but her intelligence is already a plus four. I think that's good enough. Let's give her another feat. Okay, so she has Chef. I think I'm going to give her the Inspiring Leader feat because Kitty White is super popular. I'm sure all of her school chums look up to her. So with Inspiring Leader, she can spend 10 minutes inspiring her companions, shoring up their resolve to fight. Or this could be, you know, their, their resolve to perform or their resolve to, to take a test. And when she does so, she can choose up to six friendly creatures, which can include herself, within 30 feet of her that can see or hear her and understand her. Each creature can gain temporary hit points equal to her level plus her charisma modifier. A creature can't gain temporary hit points from this feat again until it's finished a short or long rest. So that's 
awesome because now after every short rest, after she's made sure everyone is fed, after she's done her song of rest to further increase their hit points, she can use this inspiring leader ability to give them 19 temporary hit points. She's a 14th level character with a plus five to charisma. So she can give them temporary hit points that way. She can give temporary hit points with her chef feet. She can give temporary hit points with her mantle of inspiration. Like she, she can do so much to help all of her allies. I love that for her. 15th level, that's 9th in Bard. That Song of Rest I just mentioned is going to go from a D6 to a D8. So now during a short rest, if she does this Song of Rest, as well as her chef ability, allies can regain an additional 2 D8 hit points, which is pretty freaking good because you can have short rests more than once. So you can take an hour to do a short rest. She gives that inspiring leader speech to give a bunch of temporary hit points, 20 temporary hit points now, give them a bunch of extra hit points, regain her uses of bardic inspiration. They get into a little, a little spat. They're, they're worn down from a performance. Hey, look at that. She can just take another short rest. That's fine. And continue to heal and support her friends. I love that for her. She's so supportive. It's so cute. 16th level. Look at that, her bardic inspiration die is going to change again. So it started as a d6, at 5th level it went to a d8, now at 10th level it is now a d10. Oh, so good. Also, her mantle of inspiration ability that she gained from the College of Performance subclass that we really quickly and hastily and sloppily cobbled together, <laughs> allies are now going to gain 11 temporary hit points when she uses that. So she can use her inspiring leader to give them temporary hit points. If those are all used up, she can use mantle of inspiration to just give them another 11. Unfortunately, temporary hit points can't stack, but that's okay because she can just she can just keep dishing them out. Also at 10th level, she's going to gain expertise again. So she can choose another two skill proficiencies to have their proficiency bonus doubled. I think we're going to go with let's see. We already did medicine and performance. Let's go insight. So insights is doubled as well. She's 16th level, so her proficiency bonus is a plus five until next level where it goes up to plus six, which is as high as it goes. So she has a plus one to wisdom. So with the plus five double to plus 10 and plus one to wisdom, she now has plus 11 to that insight. She's so good at reading her friends and finding out what the problem is so she can better help them. What else is she proficient in? Let's see, we have history, persuasion, athletics, I'm going to do per, mm, yeah, I'm going to do persuasion because she has plus five to charisma. So this is just going to boost it so much. She now has a plus 15 to persuasion. And I don't imagine her using this persuasion for like anything nefarious, like anything illicit or something like that. I think she would use her persuasion to be like, to be inspiring. Like, no, you totally can do this. Like, don't worry. Come on and study with me. Like we can, we can pass this exam together. Or like, oh man, there's a talent show. You should totally go out for it. Like, oh no, I don't think I should. No, really, you're going to be so great. I believe in you. You're awesome. Boom. Plus 15 to persuasion. You know, they're going to be persuaded to believe in themselves. Ugh. I love that. Support from friends is like so important or whatever. It really is the best medicine. That was a lot of things for 10th level as a bard. We're going to, oh, we're not done. Never mind. Okay. She also has magical secrets now. So 
Oh, wow. Okay. So with magical secrets, she can choose two spells from any classes, including this one, Bard. A spell she chooses has to be of a level she can cast, as shown on the Bard table or a cantrip. The chosen spell counts as a bard spell for her and is included in the number of spells known. So she can just choose any two spells and just know them, and it can be from any class. Like, she can learn the Eldritch Blast cantrip from Warlock. Why not? I don't think she would, but she can. She can learn Divine Smite if she wants to. Again, don't know why she would, but she can. She can learn Meld into Stone and just meld into stone. I think Aura of Life might be good. That's something only paladins can learn. Huh. But now Kitty White's got this Aura of Life, so she can just create this life-preserving energy that radiates from her in an aura with a 30-foot radius. And each non-hostile creature in the aura, including her, has resistance to necrotic damage, its hit point maximum can't be reduced, and a living creature regains one hit point when it starts its turn in the aura with zero hit points. So if one of her allies or friends are just too haggard from a full day of school and extracurriculars, she can just bring them into this aura of life and and bring them back up, ready to ready to keep facing that day. As I know, grade school is rough and we expect too much from children, but that's fine and we, we should keep doing that. 17th level, that is going to be 11th in Bard. That is going to give her access to 6th level Bard spells. She's so insanely powerful now. 18th level, that is 12th in Bard. Another ability score improvement. I think we are going to give her another feat. And this is going to be the last ability score we give her. So the last feat. So she has Chef and Inspiring Leader. Ooh, you know what? I'm going to give her Skilled. I'm going to give her the Skilled ability. It's like a really fun ability that it's just not super flashy, but what it does is she just gets proficiency in another three skills or tools of her choice, but I think we're going to give her proficiency in another three skills. She already has proficiency in so many. Hey, look at that. She's going to get another three. Her proficiency bonus right now is plus six, so we can give plus six to, uh, well, anything she's not already proficient in. So let's do animal handling. Let's do arcana. So that's going to be a plus 10 to arcana now. Which, uh, sorry, a plus seven to animal handling, now plus 10 to arcana. And let's do, well, she's already proficient in so many things. I don't think intimidation or deception makes sense. I'm going to say investigation. Yes, yeah, so now she has a plus 10 to investigation as well. Nine skill proficiencies. That's so, so impressive. Like, wow. Yeah, good for her. So that's all that feat does is just give three skill proficiencies. But I think that's really awesome because right now she gets a plus six to all of them. Really, really cool. 19th level, that's 13th in Bard. Hey, her Song of Rest is going to get even better. Now the hit points gained from Song of Rest increase to a D10. So I started at a D6, now a D10 of healing. It, it gets kind of like less useful as you go. But again, you can just take as many short rests as you want, as long as you have hit dice to expend. And of course she's going to, she has 19 hit dice. So she's gonna be great at taking these short rests, healing her allies, giving them temporary hit points, regaining all uses of her bardic inspiration. Now 20th level, the final level, 
she is going 14th in Bard to gain more magical secrets. So now she can choose two additional spells from any class to learn. So 14th level Bard, she has access to 7th level spells. So she can just learn 7th level spells from any class, not just Bard. Like Conjure Celestial, she can just summon an angel. She can use Draconic Transformation to just grow wings and be able to shoot fire from her face. I don't think she would, but she has the option. <laughs> How about Simulacrum? That could be really cool. She can just create an illusory duplicate of one beast or humanoid within range for the casting of the spell, which is 12 hours. So she could use Simulacrum to just create another version of herself. It's going to have half of her hit point maximum and it's formed without any other equipment. But otherwise, the illusion is going to use all the statistics of the creature it duplicates. So if she just has too many chores to do, she can just create this other version of her to help out with the chores, maybe to do some homework while she studies, maybe do homework while she bakes. It's awesome. It's just, it's just another kitty white. That could definitely be a fun one. Anyway, also at 14th level, the final thing that she is going to get is going to be another Bard College feature. So we took some stuff from College of Lore, College of Glamour, College of Eloquence. So what 14th level skill do we think is the most fitting? Honestly, I think the College of Eloquence ability is the most fitting. So I think we're just going to go with that. Uh, College of Eloquence is where we took that unfailing inspiration ability at sixth level. Third level was a few bonus proficiencies from College of Lore. Oh, wow. Okay, so I, I said she was proficient in nine things now. She's proficient in more than that because I forgot we gave her additional proficiencies at third level. Wow, okay. Yes, now that I re-look at the, her stats and skills, she's proficient in 12 things. I forgot that she is proficient in almost all of the skills. There's, what, there's 18 skills. She's proficient in 12 of them. Well over half. She's good at everything. Okay, yes, forgot about that. <laughs> um, but yes, this College of Performance that we really quickly cobbled together has the College of Lore ability bonus proficiencies, the College of Glamour ability mantle of inspiration. At 6th level, she gained the College of Eloquence ability unfailing inspiration. Now at 14th level, she's going to gain the College of Eloquence ability infectious inspiration. So now when she successfully inspires someone, the power of her inspiration can just spread. So when a creature within 60 feet of her adds one of her bardic inspiration dice to their ability check, attack roll or saving throw, and the roll succeeds, Kitty can just use her reaction to encourage a different creature other than herself that can hear her within 60 feet of her and give them a bardic inspiration die without even expending any uses of her bardic inspiration. This is one of my favorite bard abilities because you only have so much bardic inspiration to use at once, which is five right now per short or long rest. But with unfailing inspiration, they don't lose it if they failed the roll that they use the bardic inspiration die on. And now, if they succeed, you can use your reaction to just give someone else Bardic Inspiration, again, without expending one of your limited uses of Bardic Inspiration. She can use this reaction a number of times equal to her Charisma modifier, which is 5, and she regains all expended uses when she finishes a long rest. So essentially, this can double the amount of inspiration she can give out between short rests, because she regains all uses during a short rest, but now she regains all uses of the reaction from Infectious Inspiration every long rest. So that is Hello Kitty's Kitty White, this worldwide icon 
Her background is student that we made. Her race is human. She is a level 14 College of Performance Bard, a subclass that we just cobbled together from other bard subclasses, and a level 6 School of Illusion Wizard to just really make her performances pop with these fun illusions. Her ending stats are 8 Strength, 11 Dexterity, 14 Constitution, 18 Intelligence, 13 Wisdom, and 20 Charisma. For skill proficiencies, she had she had most of them. So plus seven animal handling, plus ten to arcana, plus five to athletics, plus ten to history, plus thirteen to insight, plus plus ten to investigation, plus thirteen to medicine, plus ten to nature, plus seven to perception, plus seventeen to performance, plus seventeen to persuasion, and plus seven to survival. And remember, because of the jack-of-all-trades ability, half of her proficiency bonus is added to everything else. So all the things she's not proficient in still get a plus three. So there's nothing that she's bad at. She's above average at literally everything she does, which is insane. She's not proficient in deception, but she has a plus eight to it. She's not proficient in stealth, but she's got a plus three. That's, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, she, uh, she's, 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 she's good at everything. Of course she is. She's Kitty White. I mean, you know what, what could she possibly be bad at? The answer, nothing. Being good at everything is actually the best medicine, as they say. Saving throws, that is going to be plus six to dexterity saving throws and plus 11 to charisma saving throws. Languages, she has common and halfling. Instruments, she can play the piano, she can play the tambourine, she can play the guitar, and she can rock the hell out of a triangle. You better believe it. She also has proficiency in cooks utensils to make those tasty little treats. For feats, she has three, which is awesome because she rolled well. We were able to use a lot of her ability score improvements for feats instead of actually raising her ability scores. So she started with chef, she got inspiring leader, and she got skilled. So she can cook her friends delicious meals, she can inspire them with some poetry or a quick little song on her piano. Well, I guess 10 minutes isn't a quick little song. And she also just maybe took some extra studies on in order to gain proficiency with an additional three skills. So I imagine Hello Kitty just always with her friends around her or her sister Mimi, being able to use magic to create these fun illusions that she can twist and reshape with her School of Illusion wizard subclass. She has a ton of cantrips where she can just mold earth or shape water to make these really fun performances with prestidigitation, setting off, you know, fun lighting effects dancing lights maybe. She's just so good at performing and so good at supporting her friends with bardic inspiration, with her chef ability, with her inspiring leader ability, with her mantle of inspiration. She, she's, oh, she's an incredible support character. If she was in D&D &D combat, I wouldn't think that any of her allies would be able to go down, because even if they did, because of her magical secrets, we gave her that aura of life which can just bring them back up. So ugh, Kitty White is talented angel. I'm still, I'm still reeling from the fact that she is not actually a cat. I kind of had my world shattered today, but that's fine. It was bound to happen sooner or later, right? 
So thank you so much for listening to Fantasize Me. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at FantasizeMePod. I'm going to have a pinned tweet of my friend Roxana's Sanrio quiz, so you can try to find what Sanrio character you are. Maybe you are Kitty White. Maybe you're her sister Mimi. Maybe you are Cherry Chums or Tuxedo Sam or one of the other myriad of character options that my friend put in there. So be sure to check on that. I'm going to keep that up for a week until the next week's episode comes out. So be sure to follow me there. Take the quiz. Tell me what you get. I'm interested. You can send in character suggestions at fantasizemepod at gmail.com. Send some in. I've done three suggestions now in a row, and I'm absolutely loving it. It's so good. Thank you for listening. We'll do this again next week. Bye.